Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Hello, you are welcome to day number 21 of our prayer and fasting series. And um, I'm going to be starting uh, on another five-day segment uh, of that I've titled The Word Factor. The Word Factor. So that's what um, I'm going to be starting with uh, today. The Word Factor. The prayer point for today on day 11 of our 21 day fast is Lord speak to me through your word. I am ready to do what you say to me on this fast. And the scripture for that is in John chapter 2 verse 5. And this had to do with when Jesus, you know, um, walked uh, the first when he walked um, the first miracle. And um, the way it started was that his mother said unto the servants well, he started by saying to Jesus that these guys need wine. They don't have wine. And I think if your mother said that sort of a thing to you in public, it meant that she was already aware of what you could do and she was already conversant with your reputation. So it wasn't anything theoretical. It wouldn't be anything theoretical. You would not put your son uh, on that kind of a spot. Uh, you will not put your son on that kind of a spot um, if you were not sure that he will deliver. So that's going to be our prayer. That Lord speak to me through your word. I am ready to do what you say to me um, on this fast. Hallelujah. And that can be the huge game changer in what we're doing this season hearing what jesus is saying to you and doing what he has said to you is can make or will make the difference in what we're doing uh this season hallelujah so we started our journey with uh prophetic utterances require a fight of faith in days one to five then your personal call to prayer and fasting days six to ten praying in tongues days 11 to 15 then the god appointed fast the kind of fast that you know fits into god's plan you know for you the kind of fast that god is god is involved in you'll find that in days 16 to 20 and for days 21 to 25 we're going to be talking about the word factor the word factor now what do i mean by the word factor and why do i have this segment a five-day segment called the word factor and in fact uh if we don't even cover everything we need to cover in those five days, we might be extending it by another five days. Now, you see, fasting and prayer is a tool and is a vehicle, but is not the principal issue. And I'll explain myself. The Word of God is our principal seed and our principal tool of success. Fasting and prayer does not change God. Fasting and prayer does not impress God in that sense. Fasting and prayer is not, um, how do I put it? You don't do fasting and prayer to impress God 
and to swing something that God said he's not going to do before. That's not the purpose of prayer and fasting. And I'm going to explain that to you um, as we go on. Fasting and prayer is primarily for you, not for God. Or for us, rather. And fasting and prayer is actually in place to put our flesh under so that we can be in a position to receive the word of God, to receive the sayings of Jesus, and to be able to and to be empowered to do the sayings of Jesus so that we can walk in the miraculous. So fasting and praying on its own is not sufficient. So if you just fast and pray without sufficient word intake into your systems, you have only gone on a diet. And many people use their mouths to destroy what they have done through praying and fasting because they have not been taught properly. Now, you don't... Now, I've had a conversation like... Um, uh, like, oh, I fasted. I fasted over that issue for seven days and yet God did not do it. Now, I'm... I, I, didn't, I can't even say that I'm very sorry. But I'll only say that that was a statement made in spiritual ignorance. And you see, if you have that kind of disposition towards the things of God, it's going to be very frustrating. Seriously, it's going to be very frustrating. The man that we saw in the Bible, whose fasting did not change the outcome of his situation, that man was called David. He had an issue, which was that um, he went into adultery and a child was produced out of that adultery. And after he had arranged for the husband of the woman to be killed on the war front and the child died or was sick and died. And David was praying and he was fasting so that the child will be revived and the child's life will be spared. But the child still died. Now, I can't think of any other situation where you would have wanted to fast to change something like this so desperately. He was desperate about it. He knew what to do. He knew how to approach God. But at the end of the day, it did not happen. Now, David did not get up out of that place and began to say, hey, but God, I fasted. I see to the child's life. What kind of nonsense is that? I'm not serving you again. I won't pay tight again. He didn't say any of those childish things. He just got up, washed his face and went to eat. That, okay, this did not happen. Let's move on. <laughs> and indeed, he moved on because Solomon came out of the same woman. And Solomon is one of the ancestors of Jesus Christ, if you know that. So, he, he, he indeed moved on. But that child was not recoverable. You understand what I'm saying? So, fasting and prayer is not something. It's not like a magic wand that you just switch to. 
when you just get into trouble while you are ignoring the word of God, while you are not taking in the word of God. If during your fasting and prayer sessions, you are not taking in the word of God through reading, through hearing, through meditation, through confessions, through observation, I mean, through, you know, listening to teachings, then you only went on a diet. And the principal um, instrument for success in Christianity is the word of God. And fasting and prayer have been added on to aid our intake of the word of God. But fasting and praying alone is not the issue. As you are fasting and praying, the essence of you fasting and praying is to take in the word of God into your systems. Is to receive the word of God into your systems as a seed so that you can produce success. Now, let's read the scriptures now. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doeth them, I will liken unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. You see that? He says, those that heard his sayings and did them. So you see, your, your path to success, your path to miracles, your path to deliverance in Christianity is for you to hear, come to a point where you hear the sayings of Jesus and you do the sayings of Jesus. And Jesus said, the rain will descend, the floods will come, the winds will blow and beat upon your house, but your house will not fall. And because it was founded upon a rock. If Jesus said this, this is what we believe. You cannot tell me that you heard the sayings of Jesus and you did the sayings of Jesus and your house still fell. Something was wrong. Something definitely was wrong. You were doing something else apart from the sayings of Jesus. Maybe you were doing the sayings of your pastor or you are doing the sayings of your friends on Twitter. Now, if you hear, come away from the noise outside in the world and you hear the sayings of Jesus and do the sayings of Jesus. The Bible says there is a divine guarantee that your house will not fall because it was founded upon a rock. And the Bible says in verse 26, it says, and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And it came to pass when Jesus, and which built his house upon the sand. Um, actually, let's look for verse 27. Uh, you, you know, it um he built his house upon the sound, you know, and all these other things happened. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and his house fell apart. And verse twenty eight says, And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these things, the people were astonished at his doctrine. So we see here that your pathway to success in Christianity is for you to hear the sayings of Jesus and to do the sayings of Jesus. 
so in whatever we're doing in this season you must hear the sayings of jesus you must do the sayings of jesus that you hear but unfortunately some people are doing everything and everything else but not hearing the sayings of jesus not doing the sayings of jesus and are wondering why their houses are falling apart when there is a tsunami so let us begin to reflect now that the key really the whole essence of us coming into a season of prayer and fasting is to hear the sayings of jesus and to do the sayings of jesus and you see mary knew the secret she knew the secret she she went to jesus and said they don't have wine and when jesus said hey woman hey, what have i got to do with you eh, she now turned to the servant and told the servant that whatsoever jesus tells you to do do it why because she knew that that was the secret that if you are in need of a miracle if you are in need of a breakthrough if you are in need of a deliverance that all you what you needed to do was to come to jesus and to hear what he had to say to hear his sayings and to do his sayings and they did exactly that he told them to do something absolutely ridiculous to fill the water pots with wine and to draw the water out to the guests i mean how would you draw water out to the guests believing it was wine but that was what jesus those were the sayings of jesus he told them to do those sayings and they got a miracle out of it so our time is up and we're going to continue with this discussion uh, we're going to continue with this discussion um tomorrow but what your takeaway from this session is this hear the sayings of jesus and do them that is a, is the objective of this fast we want to hear the sayings of jesus and we want to do the sayings of jesus see you guys tomorrow god bless you Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Hello. You're welcome to day 22 of our prayer and fasting um teaching series and we're going to continue with our discussion on the word factor the word factor now our prayer point for today uh day 12 of the 21 day fast oh and by the way i uh spoke uh with a uh, friend of mine in lagos and uh she's uh she has been following through on this series she's told me how blessed she was and how she even got a friend in on it and uh uh, great things are happening great things are happening hallelujah and our prayer point for today on day 12 of the fast is lord i want to hear your sayings and do your sayings speak to me and direct me as i pray in tongues daily and the scriptures for that is Isaiah chapter 28 verses 10 and 11 it says for precept must be upon precept 
precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to these people. So stammering lips and another tongue that describes you when you are praying in tongues so as we speak in tongues and as our lips move the bible says that the lord will speak unto his people and we are his people and he says he will speak unto us precept upon precept line upon line here a little and there a little so you see when we say that christians should pray in tongues is not for fun and um, Rather than start, you know, fighting people that are you supposed to pray in tongues? Uh, tongues is for special people. Pray in tongues. And you see, as you pray in tongues, uh, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, as you do that, the Bible says that for with stammering lips and another tongue, will God speak to you. So as you pray in tongues, what happens is that you open your spirit up, especially during this season of prayer and fasting. You open your spirit up for the Lord to be able to speak to you, to be able to give you directions, to bring enlightenment into your mind, to be able to bring counsel you know into your heart you see many times christians hunt for human beings that oh i'm confused counsel me about this counsel me about that let me tell you the truth if you do this as in you pray in tongues daily at least 30 minutes every day your counseling needs your counseling demands upon the church upon the local church will reduce by at least 50 percent i'm serious by at least 50% because God will speak to you directly. Not only will he speak to you directly, even when you go to church. I mean, there have been times in my life where I said, look, there's no point walking in pride. I need help. I need to talk to somebody. That I felt that, look, I need to hear from somebody on this particular issue. And I I'd prayed even then I still prayed in tongues I prayed a lot in tongues that Lord as I approach either my pastor or my bishop that look let him say speak to me according to what you want me to hear you know the funny thing was that during the service during the teaching of the service the man just referred directly to my case. It was as though I had had that conversation with him before I came to church. And he was just saying to me as though he knew what... Now, he didn't know I had that need. He didn't, probably didn't even know I was in the congregation. I'm a massive congregation. And he was just saying those things. And he was speaking directly to me. And that was God speaking to me. Hallelujah. So I did not even need to make that trip to his office. Why? Because the Lord spoke to me. You understand? So it, this is going to make you grow spiritually if you practice it. Pray in tongues daily. There are times when I'm, I mean, even when I'm preparing for meetings, preparing for uh, job interviews, all sorts, I pray in tongues. I pray in tongues so that the Lord will show me things to come and get me to be prepared for any surprises amen uh we'll continue today with uh our discussion on the word factor and um 
yesterday we stopped at matthew 7 and we stopped at saying that um, hearing the sayings of jesus and doing the sayings of jesus cannot be replaced with the practice of fasting instead your fasting and prayer are meant to put you in the right frame of mind and in the right spiritual and emotional position to hear the sayings of Jesus and to do the sayings of Jesus so that your house can be founded upon a rock so that you can stand the test of time and progress in life. Now, we're going to read, you know, just... For the sake of emphasis, we're going to read Luke's account of the same um, passage, you know, where that we read in Matthew, Luke six forty six. It says, "And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say?" So it means that I mean, you can't be calling Jesus Christ your Lord if you don't do His sayings. You see, doing the sayings of Jesus are extremely important. You have to hear the sayings of Jesus and to do, and you have to do the sayings of Jesus. That is not negotiable in Christianity. It is not negotiable. You cannot use anything else to negotiate it. You cannot use your offerings to buy your way out of this. You cannot use fasting to bribe God out of this. You cannot use hours of praying to bribe God out of this. You have to hear the sayings of Jesus and you have to do the sayings of Jesus. It is not negotiable. So the number one factor in Christianity is the word factor. If you discount the word factor you have discounted and the entire practice of christianity the word factor is the main factor you have to hear the sayings of jesus and do the sayings of jesus luke six forty seven. he says whosoever cometh to me and heareth my saying so you have to come you have to hear and you have to do and you see the uh, i want to say that the practice of coming is what we have in praying and fasting so when you are fasting and you are praying what you are doing is that you are coming you are coming you are coming to hear the sayings of jesus so that you can understand and you can do them you understand so the you if you are fasting and praying you have only just come but not only must you come you must hear the sayings of jesus and you must do the sayings of jesus he says and i will show you to whom he is like he is like a man which built an house digged deep and laid the foundation he laid the foundation of the rock i mean on the rock right on the rock rather and when the flood arose the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it for it was founded upon a rock but he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great so we see here jesus spoke about two classes of people one class was those who came heard and did their house stood the test of time house there in terms of structure their lives things they were putting together now the people actually also came and they even heard but did not do the bible says that 
immediately their structures fell apart as soon as the turbulence started now imagine the case of the man who did not even come at all now the man who did not even come at all did not even have a chance to hear anything not to talk of doing anything so that man even has no case at all that his case is next to nothing hallelujah so it so you see that let us drive ourselves back to the focus the focus is to hear the sayings of jesus the focus is to hear the word of god the sayings of jesus are the word of god but you see i would want to say that the sayings of jesus are the specific instructions of god to you in your situation so we have the word of god uh, the written word of God in the sense of the scriptures, the Bible, and we must keep reading the Bible, we must keep studying the Bible so that we can come into a place where the Holy Spirit will begin to open that word unto us and begin to interpret the Bible to us as the sayings of Jesus. And as we hear the sayings of Jesus, we will then go out and do the sayings of Jesus so that our houses can be found upon a rock and so that we can experience the miraculous hallelujah so it is very important you must hear the sayings of jesus and you must do the sayings of jesus not necessarily not the sayings of your pastor because you it's possible for you to hear the pastor but until you hear jesus your house is not founded upon a rock you understand your pastor is a vessel who has been sent to lead you to where the word of god is to teach you the word of god but it is your responsibility to sit down and to hear the sayings of jesus out of what you are being taught in the word of god so that you can do the sayings of jesus so that your house can be founded upon a rock let's look at the account in john chapter 2 uh, verses 3 to 7 and when they wanted wine, as they ran out of wine in the, on the, in the, at the marriage feast, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. The mother of Jesus said, They have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. You see, the issue here was that the woman must have known, Mary must have known what jesus was capable of i repeat i said it last um yesterday that you will not put your son on the spot oh if you did not if you did not fully believe and trust in his ability so it meant that mary must have seen stuff like this happen at least seven times for her to be able to stake the reputation of jesus out there in the marriage feast and the bible says his mother then went on to say to the servants whatsoever he saith unto you do it and the bible says jesus saith unto them fill the water pots with water and they fill them up to the brim now you see let me tell you something this is john 2 5 is what i probably will call almost the rosetta stone of christianity which is whatsoever jesus says unto you do it and trust me that is where your miracle is that is where your deliverance is that is where your way out is whatsoever jesus saith unto you do it and verse 8 says and he saith unto them 
draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast and they bear it so he said unto them they heard his sayings and they did his sayings and verse 9 and see what happened in verse 9 it says and when the rulers of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was but the servants which drew the water knew the governor of the feast called the bridegroom i'll omit verse 10 and he says verse 11 this beginning of miracles did jesus did jesus in cana of galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him the takeaway for today again is whatsoever jesus says to you do it that is the bedrock of the miraculous that is the foundation of your christianity that cannot be shaken by the rock exchange rate is falling my friend told me yesterday that uh, i think the dollar is about 49 490 something naira but you see if your house is founded upon the rock if they like let them move exchange rate to one thousand the Bible says the the winds came against it. I mean, the storms blew everything, but the house did not shake because it was founded upon a rock. If you are not founded upon a rock, you will shake. That is what I'm saying. If you want to be founded upon a rock, if you don't want to shake, you need to come apart from the noise out there on social media, out there on the news, and settle down in this fast. Hear the sayings of Jesus and do the sayings of Jesus so that you can stand the test of time so that you will not go down when the storms begin to beat. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K A R I S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7 F3CD I repeat 52C7 F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.